The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome, church, to Prison Transformation Radio. My name is Jim Moore. And before we get started, I'd just like to do something I think... Pastor Dwight will support this. I'd just like to say, Jesus Christ, Holy mm-hmm. Son of God, um, take over the airways against the prince yes. of the air. Yes. Just reach out to the, I don't know how many people are listening, but I know Amen. they're Christians. Yes. I know we are the Christian voice, so fill us with your voice, mm-hmm. Lord, as we talk about Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge today, as we reach out to the body of Christ and the church communities and, and offer up ways where we can partner in your name to heal and save the lost. So God bless you, everyone who's listening, Mm -hmm. either on a Saturday afternoon or on a podcast. And my beloved co-host, or as our guest last week said, co-anchor. Yes. Pastor Dwight Anderson, Prison Mission Association. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Doing great. I'm excited uh, for this show because with the radio show, actually, when the Lord put it on our hearts to do this, we really wanted to reach as many pastors and Christian leaders and churches in our communities, the body of Christ, and get yeah. them activated and uh, realizing the opportunities and the harvest field that's just white into harvest and we just need laborers out there. So I'm excited about this show. Oh. And this week, actually, I'm going to be going to uh, Oak Park Heights and I'll be at Lionel Lakes as well. So it's great how the Lord opens up opportunities. Yeah. And God bless you, Pastor Dwight. Not only all around prisons, the state of Minnesota, but around the country. That's right. Over 30,000 mm-hmm. people in Students. prison and out of prison, right. but prisons and jails have yes. Bible study courses. So, right. Right. so that's prison mission. What's the website? Prisonmission.org. That's what I thought. And yeah, if they know anybody that wants to do Bible studies in prison or out of prison and get college Amen. credit, they can Amen. just contact me through that website. Or my cell phone number is 612-423-3457. Amen. And my name is again Jim Moore. I'm with the R3 Collaborative. Mm -hmm. But more important, I am a graduate of Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. (laughs) March 2008. My son who struggled with heroin and almost died and was in prison is a graduate of Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. And he graduated about five years ago. And, you know, life has a roller coaster ride, but being sober and faithful for this mm-hmm. many years is such a blessing. And I actually worked with Teen Challenge then for about 10 years and in the jails advocating mm-hmm. for treatment. Mm-hmm. But my favorite role was in the aftercare department because at at some point you got to get out of the institution even with a year-long program and so housing jobs mentors and support so once i retired in january i'm like full-time ministry now and that's it just that's what the r3 collaborative is and so if you want more information if you're interested in getting involved in recovery from from addiction re-entry from prison r3collaborative.org but let's get on with 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 what is at hand? Uh, if you were if you're listening in the summer of 2018 and not on a podcast, uh, last week you heard from Christy Hedstrom, 
the Mentor Manager Teen Challenge, talking about how individuals can get involved in mentoring and volunteering. And today, a dear friend of mine, Mark Bergeron, mm-hmm. Church Relations Manager. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's still your title, yes, but that's is. the last I heard. Yes. Now, now, Mark is going to be talking about how the body, particularly a church, yep. can get involved and explore opportunities. And mm-hmm. uh, many of you have either heard about or seen the Teen Challenge Choir come to mm-hmm. your church. So Mark, for, for many years, has been doing that and leading, and, and he's just out there all the time. So just God bless you, oh, my, my friend. I'm so blessed to be here. You're an old friend. Yeah, and, we're all uh, kind of smiling. Yeah, I mean, a friend that's Life old. Is good. No. Um, and uh, honestly, I, I'm I'm coming from some meetings, but to be honest with you, all my meetings continue to be focused around how do we better care for our clients, and uh, and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, my team is in charge of church relations, and we heavily rely on that. Um, yeah. Since and, the beginning of Teen Challenge, David Walkerson clients, himself. So. Yeah, our clients are now 800 people involved yeah. in programs. Yep, yep. What is it, Two to 3,000 people a year yeah. go through yep. some kind of programming? Yeah, with close Teen to 2,200 in 2017. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. we need support. Yes. So before yes. we get into that, though, because that is what we want to talk about, we like to tell stories, Mark. Come on. So who are you anyway? <laughs> yeah. How did you get here? Yeah. I met your father. Yes, yes, you, you did. Gospel you mission. know my whole family. Really? I do. Yep. So, but, but tell us a little bit about you and your faith journey and how that led into your work at Minnesota Dalton Teach. Yeah, great. I, uh, I am 32 years old right now and uh, born and raised in, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, I, uh, I noticed all the way throughout high school, basically, that I was, a, uh, I was living basically from the identity that other people uh, saw me and said, Mark Bergeron's funny. And then I'd try to be funny or Mark Bergeron's a good leader. And then I'd try to measure up to that standard. Um, everything was just the outer shell of who I was. Mm. And uh, throughout my high school years, I started realizing how shallow of a life that that's going to be leading me into and, uh, and recognizing that who is Mark Bergeron just when I'm alone, just mm. when I'm by myself. And do I feel lonely and insecure or do I feel like I'm known by God? And uh, I, I grew up in the church, yet at the same time, everybody has to face those questions. Yeah. Um, right. it, was, uh, it was pivotal moments in my life where, where I just turned to the Lord and turned to my youth pastor and, and, uh, and through a handful of friends just started asking some good questions. And um, mm. honestly, I, uh, I graduated uh, Bethel University in 2009 um, and uh, even senior class president, very successful, uh, moving forward in faith and a lot of good things. Oh, Lord's uh, got his still, hand on you. Yeah, but still, um, I'll be honest, there was there was some things where it's just, I'm going to I'm gonna figure out life and grab it by the horns and, and move forward. Um, got at other plans, eight months unemployed, and uh, I just fell on my knees and just said, Lord, um, I want my career to be marked with your favor and your grace. And I don't want to just get a career based off my personality. And I don't want to look back and say, I worked here and then I got married and then I died. Um, I want to have light, a life full of testimonies. And that's mm-hmm. when I started investigating into some nonprofits and um, started actually at Hope Academy, which is a small K through 12 school in the Phillips neighborhood and um, applied for a job that I didn't get. And God led me to Teen Challenge with some similar leaders. So I, uh, I remember when you joined. Us. Yes, yeah, I I I, I applied. They uh, they interviewed me. They scheduled it for about forty five minutes, and two and a half hours later, yeah, it That's was me sign. and my boss and my boss's boss. We were down on our knees submitting oh. the position to the Lord, and that's the culture at Teen Challenge. And mm-hmm. we're all at different points, even individually, where uh, where everybody's at in faith, but we're all moving towards how do we mm-hmm. honor God with all of these lives that we're 
uh, attempting to steward. Mm. So, Amen. Yeah. And and if you if, if you want to join that team as a mm-hmm. mentor volunteer, just go to the podcast and find Christy Hedstrom, and mm-hmm. you can actually be part of that team. You can get down on your knees with us. You can. Yeah. We'll lock Amen. arms, man. Amen. We'll we'll work with these people. It's so but good. today we're talking about the larger body. Yes. And I when I was in the program in a year, that's 52 Sundays. And so I got to sing in the choir a lot, even though I can't sing, uh, they still let me really? sing. They let you uh, sing. So I, I know there's so I'm much I'm sure you still to, have those songs memorized as well. You know, they're, they're yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah, which is good. They're written on my heart yes. now. Yes. So, so that is kind of something that a lot of people are aware of. But let's talk more about that, because mm-hmm. I think that is a good connection point. But then we'll also go into pastors that are listening, mm-hmm. mature Christians, leaders in churches. Mm-hmm. Listen closely, because this is something you're going to want to explore. So so help yeah. us navigate yeah, towards yeah. I Teen mean, Challenge. I, and both of you guys understand transitions are hard for people. Amen. And uh, and you guys talk about that on a weekly basis. And and uh, to be honest with you, I think the heartbeat of... of 50 year plus years ago when and when uh, David Wilkerson started this organization um, he was a small town pastor mm. before he felt led to minister to some teen boys and so I believe that the DNA of who teen challenge is has always been to lean into the local churches team up and, and link arms as you said Jim yeah. to with the local church and say what are the specific drug and alcohol issues that your community are facing and how can teen challenge come alongside of you guys and right. facing that and, and and building up those needs um, that is the DNA of, of teen challenge yeah. uh, we heavily rely and many of our programs as Christy mentioned last week um, mentorship volunteers prayer warriors um, donor donations a lot of these things the foundational aspects of how we are functioning on a weekly basis are built up by the local church um, the the number one reason um, the number one uh, the source for how uh, clients are getting into teen challenge is because at some point in their story a friend, a family member, a neighbor, a coworker heard the Teen Challenge Choir and yeah. said, hey, you should check that out. They have long-term, short-term, inpatient, outpatient. That might be a good resource for you. Still, that's the number one reason. And we have yeah. advertisements. We're on the radio. We're on TV. We're doing all these different campaigns. Um, yet at the same mm-hmm. time, because it's such a high-touch, high-involved, uh, uh, really uh, huge high-touch engagement on a Sunday morning, um, that is that is the number one reason why people are still coming through our doors. So and it's transformational. Lean into the churches. Mm-hmm. Transformational. It was my pastor that, in my deepest darkest time, mm-hmm. said, "Mr. Moore, you got to check out Teen Challenge." Mm-hmm. And and then about six months into the program, I came back to that church with the choir. Oh, really? So God. talk wow. up for people who haven't been there. Can you describe just briefly yeah, what yeah. a Sunday morning with the choir looks yeah, like? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll be honest. Uh, most of our long-term clients never thought they would be in a choir. Yeah. Um, and do. so to start right. with that as a ground uh, ground level, um, I think part of the beauty is that not necessarily even the sound of, oh, the, the voices are perfectly harmonizing, uh, but rather, wow, these people are just unashamedly worshiping the Lord right now. And, uh, and it's right. whether it's off key or on key, making a joyful, um, noise. Wa- making a joyful <laughs> noise to an audience of one. Right. And, uh, and so you, we, we go, enter into a church, um, and, uh, there's weeks of preparation for each of these, these church visits, but we actually, uh, separate maybe about 260 clients, uh, in anywhere from four to six churches every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we divide them up mm-hmm. into different groups and we, we, uh, hop in 15 passenger minivans and buses and we go 
all over the across metro the and beyond across the state yeah. wow. um, from all of our locations Brainerd Duluth down in Rochester we're sending men and women out and mm. um, and we show up and the clients that we have a church representative there who handles a lot of the the transitions and and uh, speaks to the organization a little bit more um, but other than that, it's just a facilitating role of we want to lead in some worship songs uh, and sing some songs of hope and transformation, mm-hmm. as well as share some stories of hope right. and transformation. And right. uh, and it really happens on a simple, simple level. Each story is in a different place. Each person is in a different place in their program. Um, mm-hmm. Some people look up at the stage and see five guys kind of just not knowing any of the words. Well, they probably got there in the last two weeks and okay. they don't even know anything <laughs> yet. And so some they're all a of a day sudden... Or two. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a culture shock, but but we help them through that with our programming, and um, it's part of the uh, it's part of the therapeutic process of the long term yeah. program. Mm-hmm. Um, really, when you think about it, treatment is such a high involved process throughout the week. They're constantly waking up and thinking about why they jo- chose drugs in the first place and how to incorporate the Holy Spirit into their recovery. Mm-hmm. And it is a difficult uh, self. Uh, focused kind of pursuit um, and and, uh, managing family and all these different things, Sunday's coming around and you finally get to kind of breathe and just start reaching out and blessing and giving Mm -hmm. to the local churches. It's a way to, to pour out yourself. Um, not just continuing to seek after knowledge and breakthrough. And so it is a wonderful, wonderful uh, client experience as well as church experience. Churches walk away, whether you've been through an addiction or not, encouraged and lifted up to say, you know what, Mm. there's challenging things that I'm facing, but if that person could do it for their family and all their surrounding influences— I can do something as well. And, and there are people that struggle with addiction in yes. church. I yes. know a lot of clients yes. have yes. said, that's how I found out about Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. I was with my parents right. in church, or, yep. or I was an older person, and I thought, oh, older people? It's not just yeah. for teenagers can yeah. come. Yeah. And as a client, it was very moving for me every mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the guys, you get kind of crazy in there, yep. but it was very moving. Yeah. And usually a church will give that service to the mm-hmm. choir or mm-hmm. a good part of the service. Mm-hmm. But then what I also loved is there was a little potluck a lot of times. Oh yeah. Sure. Afterwards. Home sure. meals. So we the yeah. clients could go into like the gym or something at the church mm-hmm. and church members would yeah. be with the clients and share stories of hope mm-hmm. and redemption mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then break a little bread. Yep. It was just some of the most remarkable Sundays mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the most divine fruitful times of the entire Sunday experience as well as outside of the service. It's the one-on-one, Hey, how, what can I pray for you this week? Or can I just give you a hug? Cause I'm so proud of you for sharing Um, those moments. Those, those carry our, our, our weeks as ministry. So um, that's awesome. If you just tuned in, you're listening to prison transformation radio, changing hearts with Christ. I'm pastor Dwight Anderson with the prison mission association. And we appreciate everybody that's listening and we want to ask for your help in spreading the word. If you've enjoyed the, our radio broadcast now, we've been almost close to 50 shows, right, Jim? Yeah, almost a year. Yeah, and so, but we need your support to continue to be on the air because it does cost money to put on these radio programs. So if you're willing to donate as the Lord leads, you can go to the r3collaborative.org, and that'll point you to Give Minnesota where you're able to donate uh, towards our ministry. So spread the word. Give us some encouragement in uh finances as well. And today we've got Mark Berggren. He's the church engagement manager from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. And we're excited to hear about some of those testimonials. Maybe you have an example yeah. of a oh, church great. Story time. or a church, yeah. how, Story time. how that's Gather helped around. the church 
and the client or, or yeah. whatever you could yeah. share with us. It no, was, that's that's wonderful. Um, and and once again, it's it's that foundational element that Jim alluded to earlier in the show um, that a pastor does have a spiritual authority. Um, and uh, and what is that? What is that conversation? And and how does that? Um, how does that take place? Um, mm-hmm. I would say one of the the main uh, conversations that we're starting to start uh, trying to start um, at Teen Challenge is just diffusing the um, the confusion around addiction. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people come up after the service and and either go down a spiritual ditch where it's just why aren't they trusting God or why didn't they just stop and can't they see mm-hmm. that it's hurting and and some of those real and raw conversations are very fruitful for a church to to address mm-hmm. and uh, and to be honest with you uh, it's nothing against any pastor but most pastors thankfully have not had to go through an addiction Amen. themselves right. and so they themselves right. can't necessarily look somebody in the eye and say hey follow me as I went through that right. process um, and so there's there is some confusion about how to talk about addiction um, but in in general when we come alongside of a church we we're, we're our big push right now is not to just host one Sunday a year and then say, all right, see you next year until we see you again. Mm. Um, we really do want to come alongside of communities at large. And so churches teaming up together um, to host different events. There, there's a huge awareness uh, positioning that we want to do right now so that people don't just look at us in, in our state and just say, oh, that's just a nice little Christian nonprofit. Um, nor do we want to just be kind of on the sidelines. We want to be an authoritative voice in the conversation of addiction mm-hmm. because we feel like we can see it from a lot of different perspectives. Um, and I think it's a healing process when we can kind of just come in and uh, take a Sunday and then initiate that conversation and, and have follow-up conversations of what is your conver- uh, what is your congregation talking about? And has anybody come forward in the in the last two weeks since we visited? Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of uh, information do you guys feel like you need to be prepped as as a church staff uh, to handle conversations related to addiction? Right. Um, how often are you having a conversation even in the lobby of the church saying, "Hey, I smell alcohol in his breath," or right. he's constantly smelling like weed? But what do I do? Right. How do you have an eight minute conversation in a hallway? Um, about addiction and about resources and, hey, maybe an assessment would be a good idea for you. Right. Um, those things can be intimidating. That's what we want to mm-hmm. do. You uh, can there's support a number of different pastors churches. and, and lay, lay folks in churches yes. on, on, on how to navigate those issues. Because yes. I, know, I know I was in a church struggling. I don't mm-hmm. think I was the only one in Hopkins struggling no, right. in a church. No. Yeah, you right. know? yeah. And, that, and that's the sad thing. And, and I'll use my testimony as an example as well of how I talked about how I was mainly just I was so aware of how other people saw me that on the inside, oh my goodness, there was a huge difference. Mm. And, uh, and in that same way, I think that, that that's how addiction can be talked about. It's just, oh, as long as I look good on the outside, that means my community honors mm-hmm. me and that means I'm honoring God. And we all realize that that's not fruitful that's at right. life at all. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So there's a lot more people struggling with addiction in the pews sitting next to you than, than Particularly what you realize. opioid addiction, yes. which is heroin in the suburbs. I mean, yep. there's a tra- yep. it's a tragic yeah. thing that's addiction. Happening. I mean, there's such a huge need right now. It's yeah. reaching a rural, more younger crowd than ever before. Yeah. Um, one in six Minnesotans have a DUI. One in four children are growing up where alcohol is abused. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, there, there's more deaths uh, in Minnesota right now related to uh, opiate overdoses rather than uh, car accidents. Oh, my more Lord. than car it's accidents. past that point now. Um, it, it, the, these numbers begin to start, we, we, and obviously on a national level, we, we recognize it as a national health crisis. But, um, but really, when you get down to it, Teen Challenge continues 
to focus on, oh, there's every time we open a center, it, it gets filled. And uh, this is no longer just, okay, God's hand is on our on our ministry and, and we're continuing to kind of take steps of faith. No, there is large need out oh, there. Amen. And right. it is not just a conversation where what's the you know wise thing to do, but there are people hurting uh, right now who amen. could be listening right now. And, and there's, yes. not, there's not, uh, addiction is not a death sentence. Can I, I'd like to say something about yeah. if you have a loved one that's currently struggling or you are, yeah. let me give you a miraculous portal. Mm-hmm. 612 Freedom. Yeah. That's 612 F R E E D O M. That will put you right in touch with Teen Challenge. It will give you an access to an assessment. I know the people in admissions, they can coach and help you look at your next steps. Mm-hmm. They talk mm-hmm. to loved ones all the yeah. time about how yeah. to support getting involved with Teen Challenge or the Right Fit program. Mm-hmm. So 612 Freedom for that. Yep. Now, what I'm hearing with the church is if I'm a pastor out there, I could explore having the church out and acquire a visit yep. that I could reach out to Teen Challenge mm-hmm. for guidance in navigating mm-hmm. my community through it. But there's just something I'd like you to touch on. We have a few minutes left. Please. Prevention. Sure. The prevention, know mm-hmm. the truth. How's that mm-hmm. a name for a prevention? Know the program? truth. Amen. Will you tell right. us a little yes. bit about that? Because we're course. working on the front end too, right? Yeah. So, um, and, and really that's that's been a big push for Teen Challenge all across the state. We want to cover the whole spectrum of addiction issues that you might be facing. And so um, if you're an educator or a uh, have a student in a school somewhere, um, let us know and, and we would love to get out. But we have a prevention team called Know the Truth. Mm. We travel into junior high and high schools all across the state talking about the dangers of drugs and alcohol. And instead of hearing it from a, a dare cop or a health professional, you hear it from a person who has been through addiction themselves and they can look junior mm-hmm. high and high school or students in the eye and say, hey, I know what you're hearing in the hallway. Right. And I know it's not just going to be a fun time on Friday night. Um, 10 years later, I couldn't stop. And, and yeah. here I am in treatment. And I'm just telling you that it's a difficult road and it's not just a fun substance. Um, there's a, there's a dark side to it. And, right. uh, and it's very scary. It's a very fruitful, mm-hmm. we continue program. We continue to invest in, and, uh, it's very important for us to, to continue to, uh, make sure that that is a conversation that's having. Is that still reaching like some like sixty thousand? Over sixty thousand students reached just Each last year. year. Yeah, in in the yeah. greater Twin Cities, one hundred sixty schools, roughly. Yeah. yeah, I know my sons in the Hopkins school system. Now they've gone on to college. Yep. They they saw Know the Truth a couple times, yeah. and usually it was someone who had graduated Hopkins mm-hmm. a few years before, oh. and he said, "Hey, let me tell you what happened when I got off track." After I graduated, wow. and my son said, "It was just jaw dropping." And it just extremely informed and, and I think another thing is that just how the demographic has changed as well in recent years and in, in the last 10 or 15 years, especially more middle class, upper class people yeah. are struggling with addiction. The stay at home mom, the, 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 the kid with the scholarship to Notre Dame for, for lacrosse, but all oh. of a sudden he got prescription pills and then he got hooked. And then what does that look like? Amen. And it, it's not just this, oh, I don't hang out with those kids or it's just an inner city issue. It doesn't look like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so no, to be able to bring that to the surface right is enlightening for these high schoolers. So in, in the minute or so that remains, Please. next steps, next step. How do, how do I as a pastor or someone in a church, how do I connect? So 612 Freedom is people are struggling. Yes. How do we connect with you and Teen Challenge to engage our church? Visit us online, mntc.org. Um, and under programs at the top tab, uh, you scroll down to choir. And uh, that's oh. the easiest way to just take a first step and learn Perfect. more. Um, 
But honestly, we have events throughout the year. We have a Freedom 5K coming up on September oh, yeah, yeah, 22nd. Yeah. Uh, very excited about that. Your church can be involved. Uh, bring your small group. Bring bring your family. Um, and it's a superhero theme, so I'll be wearing a mask and a cape. Oh, um, so dress can as your I favorite superhero. One? Yes, yes, where, you can. Where, where is um, this? Just don't wear spandex. Um, I, uh, I, it's at uh, Harriet, uh, Harriet Island, Island. Okay. Harriet in St. Paul. And what day? September 22nd. And all that information, mncc.org. If you forget the website, Google Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge. Yes, it'll it'll pop Mm -hmm, right up there. mm -hmm. And then Grace Church at Christmas time, we'll do some concerts. So, and then anyway, there's just a lot of we have a lot of events. events. Yep, we would love to to team up with you guys and uh, uh, and any pastor that's listening. We want to be a resource. That's really what we consider ourselves. Mm -hmm. And and so um, whatever congregation needs that you have, we want to team up with. How about a quick prayer to close us out? All right. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, Lord, we love you. Uh, we're so thankful that uh, you are leading and guiding uh, this show. And um, we just pray for those who are in need right now. Uh, help them and uh, allow their hearts to fill with hope. We love you and we submit this huge topic of addiction to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Amen. Thanks, Mark. We'll see you all next week. Yeah, that's what Pastor Dredd says. All right. Amen. <laughs>